Today's video is brought to you by Candid. Hey brother! Guys, we are just days away from the finale of the television event of the year. I mean, I know it's only March as we're recording this, but if, if something tops WandaVision, then I... I guess we're just in for a real treat. But WandaVision ends this Friday, which means we need to get to the bottom of a few more mysteries and make all of our final predictions. Like, what does it mean to be the Scarlet Witch? Is Pietro real? What is Agatha's actual motivation? And of course, what is the deal with White Vision? Are you unhappy with your smile? Well, you don't have to be. Thousands of people have used Candid, the clear, comfortable, removable, practically invisible aligners to help straighten their teeth. Take Cameron from Nashville who says, once I started Candid, my life completely changed. I started going to the gym more. I started eating better. I even have better dental hygiene. My goal for my wedding was perfect teeth and Candid got me there. Great work, Cameron. And Candid has you working directly with an orthodontist who not only creates your movement plan, but will be working with you throughout the entire process. So you never have to wonder, how's this working? The average candid treatment is just six months, but you'll start seeing results way before then. And it costs thousands less than traditional braces. So become your best you and start straightening your teeth today. Our viewers can get $75 off the candid starter kit. Simply go to candidco.com SCB and use a promo code SCB. Again, that is $75 off the candid starter kit when you go to candidco.com SCB and use promo code SCB. One last time, that is $75 off the Candid Starter Kit at candidco.com SCB when you use promo code SCB. Link is in the description down below. All right, let's start with the end, meaning the post credit scene from the last episode. Here it is revealed that Hayward has finally found the energy source he needs to reanimate Vision's body. And for some reason, that body is now stark white. Ha, not that stark though. Although I guess I would initially call him Stark Red. And I do mean that Stark in that case. Feels like I'm making things needlessly confusing. He's white. Okay, first of all, this episode totally confirms that Hayward was absolutely trying to manipulate Wanda into reanimating Vision. All season, we have been led to believe that Wanda broke into Sword and stole Vision's body based on the footage Hayward shows the team just outside the hex. But now we know the truth, that actually Hayward was manipulating that footage to paint her as the villain. We also see him firmly try to plant the idea in Wanda's mind to revive Vision. Not everyone has the kind of power that could bring their soulmate back online. Now, Wanda responds to this idea saying, I can't, which is a very interesting choice of words because it makes you wonder, does she not actually have the power? Like she can't do it literally or that she would never do that. But personally, I'm leaning towards the latter because just a few minutes later, we see her literally create a brand new vision from scratch. And by scratch, I mean made it from nothing, not the demonic bunny that Agatha owns, who's probably like an evil demon lord, AKA Ralph, am I right? We also see Sword use just a smidge of her residual power left over on the drone they sent in earlier to actually reanimate his body. Plus on top of that, Agatha later says that Wanda has the ability of spontaneous creation, which feels like a pretty open-ended kind of power but she does immediately reference the twins and Vision right after as an example. Which, of course, then begs the question, 
Could Vision or the kids successfully leave the Hex? Well, we've already seen Vision try and fail once. Plus, Wanda tells the kids that they are allowed to go trick-or-treating as long as they don't go past Ellis Avenue, where the edge of the Hex was. So my interpretation is that, uh, no, they cannot leave the Hex. But I do think Vision, at least, will have a way to survive going outside of the Hex or the Hex dissipating via white vision because it turns out that white vision actually has a little bit more background to him than just being a super creepy westworld looking creation comics wise there actually is a white vision who acts as a member of the west coast avengers and was also rebuilt from a dismantled vision rather than having a mind stone ripped out of his head by thanos and then getting rebuilt by sword that white vision was actually dismantled by a villain called immortus and then reassembled by the avengers however comics vision original personality came from a guy named Simon Williams, aka Wonder Man, whereas MCU Vision's original personality came from all over the place. Your mind is made up of a complex construct of overlays, Jarvis, Ultron. Tony, me, the stone. Now in the comics, after they rebuild Vision, Wonder Man refuses to let them use his personality matrix as Vision's personality, again, claiming that the first time it was like having his soul ripped out. <laughs> Which like, <laughs> what a diva. As a result though, Vision was brought back online without any personality or emotions or color. He was just a hollow white synthesoid, but he still was a hero. MCU Vision is a little bit different story. I mean, obviously there is no Wonder Man in this scenario and he was rebuilt by a guy who actively hates superpowered individuals and already tried once to kill Wanda. Take the shot. So either Hayward is gonna have complete control over White Vision and be able to make him do whatever he wants, or White Vision is just gonna have a mind of his own and do whatever he wants. But either way, feels like bad news. At least of Age of Ultron is any indication. I mean, there was a whole Avengers movie about failing to build vision correctly once already. Everyone creates the thing they dread. No matter what though, I think what we're gonna see in the final episode is white vision versus hex vision. And of course, the winner will be Darcy. It's a working theory. I mean, they gotta have something for her to do in this episode, right? And it just feels like coaching Wu, who's obviously going to punch Tyler Hayward right in his stupid face, hopefully with the use of some close-up magic trickery. Yo, Hayward! Point is, my prediction is that Darcy is going to coach Wu through shutting down White Vision from inside the hex. It just, it just feels right. As does Jimmy Wu getting his own spin-off show where he just solves superhero cases for the FBI, am I right? Agent Jimmy Woo brings together a unique set of crime-fighting abilities, a keen detective's eye for trouble, close-up magic, and being a gosh-darn decent human being. Oh, Cassie. This must all seem like a bunch of confusing grown-up stuff to you, huh? That's right! We said gosh-darn, because that just feels like the Jimmy Woo thing to do. Thanks, I'm also a youth pastor. Welcome to the Wooniverse, everybody. Anyway, I don't think White Vision will have any trouble entering the Hex since he was reanimated by energy from the Hex itself. No matter what happens though, I think he's definitely going to end up being the vessel through which Hex Vision is able to survive. I mean, White Vision is basically just a hollow soulless body and Hex Vision is basically just a soul. Put them together and boom, Vision's back and possibly with a brand new Mind Stone, I guess, which it seems like kind of a stretch that they'd be able to just 
make a new one, but then again, I guess Wanda is the Scarlet Witch. Hey, remember earlier in the season when Wanda didn't have a funny nickname? Does Maximoff have an alias? No, sir. No funny nickname? Not a one. Well, turns out Disney can finally say those words out loud now, but rather than just being a nickname, it's actually the title of a pre-existing mythical being. But what does that mean? Well, earlier in the episode, we actually got an explanation for the vastness of Wanda's powers and learned that they're not actually born of the Mind Stone, but were merely amplified by the Mind Stone. Because prior to that, we actually see her stop the Stark missile from exploding for two days by unwittingly using a probability hex, according to Agatha. Used a probability hex. This shows she had witch powers prior to her time at Hydra. And whether she was born with them or was just using powers anyone could learn is not 100% clear, but my personal read is that a witch is something you were born. But so the question is whether or not she was born the Scarlet Witch or chosen by the Mind Stone to be the Scarlet Witch. Or, or bonus third option, is she just acting as the host for the Scarlet Witch? When Wanda sees the Mind Stone at Hydra, we see her witness a fully costumed version of the Scarlet Witch reminiscent of her own costume earlier this season. Unfortunately, you can't really make out any facial features or anything, so it's hard to say if what Wanda is seeing is like the future, like is that her in the future, or is this like a separate entity that is now living inside of Wanda? I think you could argue for either, but personally, I think the Scarlet Witch is actually a second consciousness now living in Wanda. I mean, if the stone is just amplifying her powers and showing her her true potential, then why is the costume the part of it? No, I think the costume represents a pre-existing being that has offered Wanda all of its power and knowledge and now is part of her subconscious mind. And this is why Wanda is so baffling to Agatha, who spends most of the episode trying to understand how Wanda is doing all of this stuff, but has like no base knowledge of even really simple spells. Didn't you notice? Basic protection spell? Why do you not know the fundamentals? And the answer is, she doesn't need to know that stuff. She has all of the power and the knowledge in the background and she can just make it do whatever she wants. It's like in math class when the teacher wants you to show your work. Like every time Agatha wants to use a spell, she has to write out the entire equation. But Wanda just knows the answer and the teacher's like, okay, but how did you solve for X equals seven? And Wanda's like, uh, who cares? X does equal seven. It's right, isn't it? We've all been there. Or to borrow an example from The Name of the Wind, a book ever everyone watching should totally read. It would be like if I told you, I'm gonna throw this duck at roughly this speed and this arc. Where do you need to put this hand to catch it? And you can work on that as long as you want, but you will never do the math as fast as your brain can. The moment the duck is in the air, and you just catch it. That I have to solve a complex equation using wind ratios and arc paths and force? Uh, no but I did catch it. The Scarlet Witch being trapped in the Mind Stone, if you will, also explains how she's known as a mythical being. Like sure, they know about her, there are stories about her, but where is she? Why hasn't she shown up? Because she's in the Mind Stone. This also helps further explain to me why Wanda was able to destroy the Mind Stone in an Infinity War. Like the explanation is her powers are from the stone, so she can destroy it. Like, okay. All right, but how about uh, the reason she can destroy it is because she effectively is the Mind Stone. Oh, oh, yeah. Mm. 
that doesn't make more sense. It also makes it feel a lot more believable to me that she could just create a new Mind Stone, which it looks like Vision has? I don't know. Just say it. Anyway, speaking of the stone giving out powers, the other question I feel like needs answering is, did Pietro always have powers too? We learned in this episode that all of the other Hydra volunteers get killed when exposed to the stone. Now, Wanda obviously has powers going in and the stone ends up choosing her, but still, how did Pietro survive the stone. I mean, we do get to see him as a kid and there's no indication that he already has super speed. I don't even think we get to see him run. Although when Wanda's dad gets the DVDs out from behind the tapestry where they keep the kids most valuable things, you can see a couple boxes of Nikes, which at least suggests that Pietro has an affinity for running. Because otherwise, why in Cold War Sokovia are you hiding a couple of pairs of Nike shoes? But wow, how lucky he got running powers then, right? I mean, by that logic, Wanda should have gotten like Dick Van Dyke power. Oh wait, that's the whole show. My guess is that after Wanda went in first and got this super duper power boost, she just then used those powers to protect Pietro. So he also got powers, just not as good as hers. I mean, it's not like it super matters because now that character's dead, but do you know who's not? Pietro. And to be honest, I'm still not 100% sure how this character is here. Like Agatha says it was a form of crystalline possession, but as far as I can tell, that is the first time those two words have ever existed next to each other. Like I cannot find an answer on Google for what that power might be. But let me just tell you, if the explanation is anything other than that this is the Pietro from the X-Men universe, I am going to be upset. Because first of all, if that's not the case, then why even cast Evan Peters if the reason isn't just to mess with us? I mean, I'll level with you. It might've been just to mess with us and it worked. But second of all, they said Nexus on this show and they haven't given an explanation for it yet. And the Nexus of all realities is the gateway to other realities. So like, just like, don't be such a tease, WandaVision. But that just leaves us with Agatha and what she is actually up to. Despite Agatha all along telling us directly that this character is evil and her own mother telling her she cannot be good, she spends most of this episode just wondering what is going on. Who are you? Who are you? She is genuinely asking that, by the way. I don't think she has any idea who Wanda is. I mean, she figures it out by the end of the episode, but before then, she's kind of just like mentoring Wanda and even counseling her through her grief. All we can really say so far is that she definitely wants more power, but why she wants that power is unclear. Although I think they gave us a really big clue right here, the year 1690. Three. We've mentioned before Agatha's anniversary with her off-screen husband Ralph, 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 Ralph is on June, June 2nd. 2nd. This is a reference to the start of the Salem Witch Trials on June 2nd, 1692, which is a year earlier than the flashback we see. To me, this means that Agatha and Ralph met a year before what we see in the flashback, and that since meeting, Agatha has become way more powerful than even all of the witches combined which points to Ralph being the source of that power in some way. I mean, they also say she stole information above her station, which I think is a reference to this 
book. But either way, she could have stolen the book under Ralph's instruction, and we still haven't seen him. So my guess is that her desire for more power is to bring Ralph back in whatever form that ends up taking. Maybe from like, I don't know, being turned into a rabbit, which this definitely is not. Also, I'm still on Team Ralph as Mephisto. But I guess we'll find out this Friday at the finale of WandaVision. Guys, let us know all of your final predictions for WandaVision down in the towel section below. I have loved this entire season and I'm so sad that it's over, but you know what? Falcon and the Winter Soldier in just two weeks. Guys, thanks so much as always for watching today's video. Don't forget to leave a like on if you haven't already and subscribe by clicking this button right here so you don't miss any future Marvel action from us. If you want to see if Sam's shield is going to end up having powers, you can check out this video right here. But Ben, until next time, I will see you in another life, brother.